Hello everyone and welcome to episode 29 of Lost in Translation Mon. I'm May. And I'm Jay. This week we watched Our War Game. Or alternatively Children's... Oh sorry, Digimon the movie part 2. And we watched Summer Wars, but a bit more on that later. Isn't it a Children's War Game? Uh, it's Our War Game or Children's War Game. Okay, they're the same thing. It's Bokura no War Game, which is... Bokura is like our? I'm nodding. This is a problem. Well, Boku is like I, and then Bokura is our. So it's our war game. Don't watch a show called Boku no Pico. Though, however, <laughs> do watch a show called Bokura no, because that's really good. It's about robots and, like, aliens, and it's, it's not Evangelion. Anyway, on to Postman Pat. Well, no Digi News this week. No Digi News, because it tries out. We have no more Digi News. Oh, ever. yeah, we're done. Our first anonym is Anonymon, and they say, I'm worried about Zero Two as well, because from what I've heard, the American dub is just plain awful, and I didn't like the season when I watched it in the original either. So, like, that's kind of worrying to hear for Jay, I guess. But I'm just going to tell him that as a kid, Zero Two was actually my favourite, and from my memory, I really like it, and it sort of improves on the mechanics of adventure, but that's just, that's just what I think. Um, I'm going to be going into it with low expectations anyway. That's probably a so good thing, all though. things considered, it's probably a very reasonable warning. Because I'm worried I've hyped up t- Tamers too much, and you're going to come to Tamers and just say, this is awful. I don't want to clan it my way through it and get to the end and be like, when was it meant to get good? Yeah, like, yeah, Zero Two is not bad, but it's... I hope that you don't hate it. Anyway, next Anonymous says, What is your interpretation of Taichi and Sora's relationship in that movie without knowing any future events? Do you agree it was ambiguous or clear that they are together? So first of all, in the original, it's mainly just like they're having an argument and they're friends, but it seems a lot more romantic in the Digimon movie. Um, I think Jeff Nimoy has come out and said that he supports Tai and Sora being together, so maybe that had an influence on their relationship being a little bit ob- like more obvious in the English version. What do you think? I think that there, I think that there was enough romance implied in it. I understand it was a it was a birthday gift, but it was such a weird argument to have, and it, it was just too it was too much to pretend that it was between friends. I wouldn't say they're like they're dating, but it sounded like they were on the cusp of it very clearly, and that they were both interested. And I think the the way you really get that is. Ty's embarrassment by like the little love heart thing that's going on, or the interpretation through to like love as the subject matter, and then her reciprocation, in which she goes all the way to his house. She stands out in front of his door. You wouldn't do that, even if you were having like a weird argument with a friend. You wouldn't go over there. You'd send them. A, you would send them a message or something, and then she's you know she's all conflicted about it. It's based on the argument that they were having. There's clearly more going on than an issue over a hair clip. I think. Yeah, like, she's worried that he doesn't like... She doesn't, he doesn't think she's pretty with the hat or something. Yeah, and I mean... At least she's upgraded to an actual hat. A very clear hat. He's very used to it being a helmet. Mm. Um, and, yeah, that that's also, an, that's also obviously a, a point in the favour of that, where you go, why would she care what he thinks about her hair or about her hat? Why would she ever care what anyone thought about it? Unless she really wanted him to like it. For whatever reason. So the next uh, Tumblr message is from La Monstro, and I'm really hoping I'm saying that properly. So they say, When I was a kid, I was sad that I couldn't watch Digimon the movie in cinemas. So when finally the movie was on TV, I was so hyped I didn't notice how I disliked the movie until the third time I saw it. The way the children talked was was a little off, the music was different too, and there was no moment that they weren't talking. Now I understand why everything was weird. The American dub. I wish the Digimon movie was only one movie, Our War Game or Hurricane Touchdown. In Latin America, it could have been awesome. So, 
I also, I noticed that in the English version, they seem to be talking very fast. And I think that's because they didn't talk much in the the original version. They were all just saying, oh, that's a, that, that, that's something. Like, well, what's this? But instead they're saying, like, Izzy was just talking about, like, oh, I'll do this and I'll do this and more techno babble. Instead of him just, you know, not saying much, they had to force him to put more words into a small amount of time frame because he was only talking a little bit. So I noticed that a lot, and I actually found it rather off-putting, and it, in my opinion, it made the movie less good because they were trying to force more words when they could have just had, you know, very small sentences like they had in the original. It was called Hurricane Touchdown? No, no, the third part's called Hurricane Touchdown. It's actually oh. got a really long name. It's like Hurricane Touchdown Supreme Revolution or something. That's an awesome name. Um, it's good. I think it's good in the Japanese version. The English version cuts out half the story, but we'll get to that in a few months. Yeah. Also... We will discuss, I guess, my our feelings about this movie in more detail later. I'd like to respond particularly, but I think the movie has a lot of problems beyond just the acting. Um, it has a, a lot of problems in its presentation and its context, uh, some of which are completely baffling. But we have a whole show about it, so we'll get there. So uh, next, we had an, an email from Edgar, and they say that um, they're respond- responding quickly on the old man's page. It's not really something that happens in life in the sense that when you hit a certain age, you just start having uh, to have a different grammar. Uh, it's just a grammatical thing in Japanese that implies his age. Uh, most effective when it's a novel and you have no images, rather than a way someone speaks in Japan. However, since we don't have that in English, Genai just speaks more or less normally. Um... Kansai Ben. Kansai it's, Ben. It's, it's the... Uh, is that a guy? Uh, no, it's the Osaka accent that I spoke about last time. Oh, okay. Where Nande Onen comes from. Uh, similar to the Hick accent in the US. And does Australia have that? Yes. Yeah, we do. We call them bogans. Yeah. So there's a, um, there's a very art- artistic video that I'll link in the show notes called the Siggy Butt Brain. Oh my god. And um, it's... <laughs> if Like, I think it's quite vulgar. So if you don't like that kind of thing, probably don't watch it. But it's a very, very good representation of what Australians sound like. Oi, mate. I steal my lighter. Yeah, and and they talk about, like, smoking a lot. Because that's what Australians do, apparently. And they all wear, like, singlets, like, bing tang t-shirts and thongs. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, nah, mate. Like, you know how in England they have chavs? Well, imagine chavs with, like... That used to be convicts. Like, okay, they they kind of make chavs look a little bit posh, in a way. (laughs) A little bit. Yeah. Um, Like, there's a lot of goon. Yeah, there's there's this really cheap wine called goon, which, like, you can get for, like, a few dollars. It's, like, it tastes like the grapes. (laughs) Um, and uh, Edgar goes on to say that uh, that I'm right and that we should stop hyping Tamers and instead hype Zero Two. While it's not uh, Edgar's favorite one, it did do some interesting things. And I'm and he's certain that I it's really weird translate this from the screen. Give me a moment. Uh, will really like at least one of the new characters. Is it Kari? Well, I like Kari. You like Kari? <laughs> no, will I? Will she be better? Will she not? Be- Is she Jesus still? Do you remember? Is she still Jesus? I'm not, I want you to experience it, but there is a character that I really like, but I'm worried about what the dub does to her. Is it Willis? Oh, okay, yeah, good, good luck seeing that, like, 40-minute <laughs> movie where Willis is, and then never again, ever. <laughs> okay. Um, and 
on the kids and on the kids coming back, uh, they did it through the magic of friendship and determination. It's through the magic of emotion. Again, Digimon isn't the hardest sci-fi. Um, I'm allowed to overthink it. That's all right. Uh, it's all emotional and based on the feelings of the characters. And finally, they say that they don't understand the need to have Yamato's dad to be an original Digidestin. Um, why limit the universe? Also, would the kids have become DigiX? I thought that about that exact thing. It's like, do the kids have to evolve back? Because if they're in the place that you go to in yeah. between here and start a village, do they have the ability to go and become eggs? I guess they'd be slower evolution, like evolving as we do through age. Right? Yeah, like a, a little Lekmon pops out, but it's pregnant. Oh, please. Um, and no got, Mpreg, please. We got one from SP. Is that correct? Yep. Well, uh, that's just what showed up on Gmail. So. All right, so if SP, if there's a longer name, you should send us another email. And um, they said that they've been listening to the podcast from the beginning, uh, only occasionally commenting anonymously on, anonymously on Tumblr. You don't have to be anonymous. We'll we still well, love no, you. No, 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 not anonymous anymore. That's, that's true. It's true. And finally, decided to send a message uh, since you did a special on Try, but they'll know your Tumblr if you say. Anyway, um, uh, they grew up on a different dub, and it was very faithful to the original. Maybe Brazil one at a guess. Or any, or any, any of the any ones. Of any the of the ones? Okay. The, the Brazilian one like had the had a different intro. Some of them have like butterfly bits, like got a different one. I think Bra- the Brazilian one kept the English. The I English can't song. stand the Brazilian one with the woman in front of it. Angelica, yeah. Anyway, so uh, they grew up, so they grew up with a different dub that was very faithful. And they're worried about what the American dubs will do to O two. So am I. So is May. So is everybody. Uh, and they said that they love try. And um, I know May really loved it. And I came, I came away from it, as I think some of you know from listening to our Cry special, that I wasn't um, overly enthused with it. And then I, uh, we talked about it enough, and I go, okay. I, I was kind of sold on it in retrospect, um, especially as also, an I think, intro. I think the other, the next few movies will be a lot better because they've already done the intro part. They don't need to introduce the characters. They will assume that you've already watched it. So I think there'll be a bit more, I guess, there'll be more content. Like, I think Jay was a bit bored with all the introduction. I think my problem was that the introductions could have been more interesting. My pro- I would sum it down to missed opportunities. The thing itself wasn't bad, but it had so many times when it could have been great, but it kind of squandered them. Like, when all the kids just randomly show up with all their Digimon around. That's not even a spoiler, because you knew that was going to happen. And they don't really do intros for most of them, just there they are. Okay. And I think that there could have been good scenes, and I just come off the end of Adventure, which which last episode does a really good job of showing the kids one-on-one with their Digimon and talking to yeah. them and having, like, a personal... We see Goemon and Joe will reunite. We do, but it's I very, think, it's very should, short. We shouldn't talk about Try too much. No, we're not going to. Yeah, some people might not be having the same But I think yet. we can say anything. It's that there are Digimon in it, and they are with the kids. What with that being in the, they're in the tra- that's in the trailer. Ties in it. Ties in it. Did you know that he's also the main character? Uh, yeah. He's straight up the main character. There's no ambigu- ambiguity. So if you want to send us any messages, you can email us on Gmail. So that's Lost in Translation One at gmail You can find us on Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook. We have a discussion thread on With the Will. You can comment on this episode on SoundCloud if that's where you're listening to us. You can message us on SoundCloud. And we'd really appreciate if you reviewed us on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you're listening to us. Excellent. So our war game starts in the original version with just Bolero being really loud. It's blaring Bolero. Blaring. It was. It was. I liked it though because it was sort of a kind of a reference to when the egg shows up in the prequel movie and how all electronics go all twitchy and 
weird. It's not even a reference anymore. That's just a thing that happens. That's canon. I know, but it's also, I think it's referencing to the last time it was a movie. Yeah. In the English one, that's very clear because it just happened. Yeah. And they constantly reference the, the first movie in the English version. So Hikari's very adorable in the in the original version. Actually too adorable? Where She's normal, though. No, but what I mean is that she wasn't really like that in the show. So I haven't, re- I haven't written in my notes. I don't... I, well, at this beginning, I didn't know if this was before or after Adventure, because she was acting really weird. It's a year and a half. Yeah, so it, it's clearly after, but it never, it never indicates that. And this is an English one where the prequel had just shown. you got to imagine, the prequel, we had talked about this ages ago, right? Half a year ago. Yeah. So, the prequel just shows, and then you skip to here. Is that Adventure is done, Yeah. and the well, kids are like this, and, you, and things continue. Well, the movie came out... After Zero Two, I believe, or maybe no, I think yeah, I think it came out after Zero Two because Hurricane Touchdown in Japan came out halfway through Zero Two, so the movie would have come out towards the end of Zero Two in English. So it's assuming that you would know, I guess. I mentioned this, uh, I believe, in Try as well, in that Try special. But if you make a show or if you make something, you should also kind of assume that that's someone's first exposure to whatever it is you're making. That's why they do before, like, last time on. That's why they do that. What in this movie is incomprehensible to somebody who has not seen Adventure before. The first bit, okay, it's a prequel. And then you skip forward, and you've just come off Tai and uh, and Ikari with this little dinosaur who goes nuts and, like, breaks Japan. And now they're best friends. And now, not only are they best friends, there's a million other Digimon, all these other kids who showed up out of nowhere no, no, have the kid, them. the kids show up in the prequel. Yeah, yeah, but basically yeah, out of nowhere. Digimon. Yeah, they don't have Digimon. Um, and they, they all know stuff all of a sudden. Who's Genai, right? It's yeah. completely out of nowhere. Imagine if you're a parent taking in a kid to see this. It is meaningless. Absolutely meaningless. Well, you might just like the pretty colours and the giant fighting monsters. That is not how parents look watch these movies. I would know. My dad took me to the Pokemon movie and fell asleep. Really? Twice! Not in the same movie. He took me to two different Pokemon movies and fell asleep in both of them. Wow. He said that was the best sleep he's ever had. I like the Pokemon movie, I think. I can't remember much about it, but I know Maybe I the writers will give us a better part in the next one. So yeah, that's... Sorry, I, just, I feel like now is a, approximately the time to speak about one of the key problems of the English version of this movie, where it's right after the prequel and there's got no context for anything that's happening. I think it's assuming that... Because the you people... Can... Like, the, the, the kids watch movies without knowing like do, do people like I don't know what kids like Phineas and Ferb is there a Phineas and Ferb movie it probably is do they, do they go and see the Phineas and Ferb movie if they haven't seen Phineas and Ferb I know there's the, the, the girl who just slams open the door and says mom what the f or something along those lines I'm gonna have to censor that <laughs> you are um, but just like you you even you you just watched Adventure even right and all of a sudden Metal Crew on a walk room on Fuse this weird thing and you're like where did that come from I read your notes and just like what what is this evolution called what is it called it's called Jogress what does that mean Jogress okay okay Okay, so Jogress is made up it's progress when you jog no it's joint progress (laughs) no okay guess what is in the English version Oh, so that's the Japanese one. Yeah. Is it Omega Evolution? No. Oh, I'm sad. Is, is it Cross spelled with an X? No, no, no. That, that's in, in in Cross Wars or Fusion. Battle. Oh, okay. It's not Fusion because that's what they use. Um, for Cross is it Mega Evolution? Wait, no, that wouldn't make sense. No, you give up. Yeah. DNA Evolution. Well, DNA Digivolution. That doesn't make any sense. Well, they're like splicing of DNA, I guess. But they're not. They're becoming. 
It's arms. It's just Voltron. Yeah, well, anyway, so back on to the actual okay. movie. Spoilers, that happens. BT Dog. Oh, yeah, spoilers for this podcast that tells you the plot. Okay, so, yeah. Then I wrote after he Kari's adorable. I said, Kari's a pain in the neck. So she just walks in. She's like, ah, la, 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 I'm annoying. Um, oh, she's great. And then we have Izzy, who um, says a very 2000s, early 2000s thing, which is, Huh? Prodigious. A computer virus on the internet. He seems so impressed and, like, so surprised. I'm just like, I guess they didn't really think that computer viruses were going to be a thing back then, maybe? Where else would you find one? Yeah, like, first of all, computer virus already says that you'd be on a computer. And I guess, did they not think that um, you could get computer viruses? I don't know. 2000s, man. Not on the internet, you can't. So, I've written, like, I, I, I noticed here that Izzy talks far too much from what is actually being said. Like, and I noticed, I've said this before in Postmon Pat, where he says things like, huh, what's this? Is that a Digimon? And instead of saying, oh, I will do this. I will, I will connect to the internet. Rah, 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 rah. And he says all these words, and like, I guess they're trying to make him funny. He's like, oh, I'm joke, 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 prodigious. The problem with this is that because he talks more, he says more stupid things that arguably make no sense and even ruin the plot a bit. He's talking about this this virus on the internet, surprise, and he goes, oh, the virus is feeding the egg, which means that the egg isn't the virus, it's being corrupted by a virus. Yeah, and they seem to be under the impression that this this virus is making this Digimon evil, and they say later on, I wonder what would have happened if he wasn't attacked by the virus. I'm like, it, that that's just him. He's, and and- also, um, it also says at some stage in the English one, it, it might not even be a Digimon. And then it evolves. No, no, part Digimon, part virus, I think they say. But also, like, at some point they're like, what if it's not a Digimon? And then it digivolves. They're like, I don't know what it could possibly be. And also, like, can, like through the whole, this whole movie in the English version, they seem to have the impression that it's looking for someone. I guess it's to link in Willis from Hurricane Touchdown, which has nothing to do with the plot, by the way. It is straight up a completely changed plot. With this virus, rather than just being hungry and eating everything, it's looking for somebody. But the problem with that is that that implies it can be reasoned with because it's communicating. And if everyone just gave it what it wanted, because it's, it's calling everyone's phone numbers and instead of that being a screen of it eating data and that's whatever, it's, everyone's getting called because it's a screw up, it's calling to look for somebody. And just, it's looking just for say, Willis, I guess. is it that guy? And he goes, okay, bye, and then goes to his computer. Like, that would do it. Yeah. So then the, uh, the butterfly plays in the original, and then Ben Naked Ladies plays in the the dub. And I really like that actually. It fit really nicely. Yeah, it goes pretty well. And actually, the intro and ending of this episode of the podcast is a mashup that First Agent did on Tumblr. And uh, thank thank you by the way. Um, he's he's letting us use that. We have permission. Fantastic. Um. Anyway, so poor Joe looks is studying, and I think they reference him going to summer school. I thought it was middle school. Yeah, well, in the in the, oh, in, the English. in English version, it says he's he signed up for summer school, but instead of like he's he's doing like middle school exams or something or junior school exams. Um, we really need to talk, Dub. Um, okay, so at the beginning, we see that Mimi has lots of letters by her door, and on the door, of course, she has the family nameplate, which says Tachikawa, which is you know her last name, and then it has her dad's name, her mum's name, her name. And her brother's name, and her dog's name, and her cat's name. In the dub. In the dub. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so, dub writers. 
Care to tell us why you changed this nameplate, this wonderful normal nameplate, to read to Mimi Love Joe? <laughs> Tweet to Jeff Nimoy. Like, I guess they really tried to push the ships in this, and like, I posted the screenshot comparing both of them and just saying why, and a lot of people said, yeah, they just really pushed, tried to push the ships hard in this movie. But just, like, later on we see that the Yagami nameplate is changed to the Kamiya nameplate, and that's, you know to change the name because that's what his last name is in the in the English version. But why didn't you change this to Two Tai Love Sora or Two Tai Love Joe or Two <laughs> Tai from Izzy or well, whatever? Th- that was made of metal. They couldn't change that. The kids aren't forging these things. Yeah. Well, the heart looks pretty extravagant. But yeah, I'm just really <laughs> perplexed by why... They, they know what a nameplate is. They use them. But why did you have to change it to a love letter? Because it was funny, and all the English writers wanted to do was put in jokes. Bad ones. Also, suddenly Ty's mum can't cook. Yeah, I thought that was a really weird joke. Where in the original, uh, she's she's made... Uh, basically, uh, Izzy runs over to Ty's house. And that's where most of the movie takes place. Um, and she's made oolong tea, I think. Um, and she hands a glass to uh, to Izzy. And he's like, yeah, thanks. And then he, he tries to give it to Ty, and he just says no. Throughout the whole movie, um, um, Izzy's drinking this tea. In the in the dub, instead it's like tomato juice and uh, <laughs> no no it's not tomato juice because tomato juice is normal it's like potato beef jerky shakes yeah potato beef jerky shakes or something and then at some point she wants to make a cake and in the first one she's like yeah I've got flour or something around and the English she's like yeah I've got wheat germ and then and- she tries to get uh, easy to help. And he's shaking out flour on the table. He goes, is this enough? And in English he goes, I don't know. I've never used flour in a cake before. And I don't know why they thought that it would be interesting to have her be this terrible cook when she does provide a lot of stuff a lot of the time. It only fits into two little jokes that that happen that get changed slightly. But one was unnecessary because it already took place, which is that over the course of drinking a lot of tea, Izzy needs to go pee. Except that in the English, because he's drinking potato beef jerky cake shakes, uh, he needs to go poop. Because no, his I stomach feels bad. I thought he needs to throw up. Or he needs to throw up. Either he's, way, he's he feels sick. sick. Yeah, his stomach hurts. But it's the same animation from running off. And the last thing is that his mum burns something in a microwave. Because of the virus that affected basically all electronics. Yeah, and because it ha- it's computer controlled, they say that. And so this one's just like, well, yes, I burned it. Yeah, like it seems much more of it's her fault rather than it's the virus's fault who just affected everything that's electronic ever. So, I don't know, I don't know why they had to put in that joke. Maybe they bring up that she can't cook in Zero Two, maybe they don't, maybe it's just a one-off thing that she She's suddenly can't Zero cook. Two. Oh, because Kari's there, yeah. Yeah. Well, Ty's Time stuff with Ty would be there too. I don't know. I, don't know. I haven't watched it. Oh. Anyway, so the best joke in the whole movie and probably the whole of Digimon is said, and it's kept in both versions, and I'm so happy they kept it. So Izzy comes to the door and doesn't explain himself why he's there. He just says, The egg hatched. So, of course, Tai Chi holding an egg looks at the egg in his hand. And yeah, it's perfect, and they kept it, and I'm just so happy. Not that egg, the digi egg of the thing that might not even be of might not even be a Digimon. Like, to be fair, if someone came to my door and said the egg hatched, and I was holding an egg, I'd just say I'd look at the egg because in his context, the only egg that exists is the egg in his hand. Like he does, he doesn't know about the Digimon, so it's a stupid thing for Izzy to say anyway. But I, I love it; it's a perfect line. I love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. And then Izzy's talking about his net friend in LA. Is, is that to... Wallace? Yeah. So is it Wallace though? Yeah, it's uh, it's changed to to Willis slash Wallace. 
I can't, I'm pretty sure, I think his name's Willis in the dub, I can't remember. And his name's Wallace in the original, I don't know. Why would they change it? They're both American names. Didn't they find that Kuramon has evolved to Sumemon? And Sumemon evolves to Karamon, and also he can talk in the English version for some reason? Why not? Digimon can talk. Yeah, but they don't, he doesn't talk in the Japanese version, because he's meant to be, he's not meant to be sentient, he's meant to be a virus, he's meant to be not smart, he's meant to just be feral and he was, he, was, he was always smart. He's a monster. I know, but he's like, not like a... He was crafty. He can't communicate. I guess he can now. Not in the English version. I mean, like, the thing with the clock was always there. Yeah, he, I mean, he communicates with, like, with text like, uh, I'm hungry, or let's play. Yeah. So he can, he can communicate. See, I'm very thrilled because I can actually read what he writes because... Uh, I read it because it translated into a big, hello! Yes, but I, I, can, I, I, I can read Katakana and Hiragana, and that's about well, it. I'm proud of you. I'm, I'm very proud of me. This is me being proud of I'm you. I'm proud of me. You can hear the sound of it. <laughs> so then we're re- reunited with the Digimon, and uh, so Ty is reunited with Agumon, and it's very cute. They're just jumping around this very cute, like pixely world and Jedi's there and then they talk and then they say what they're going to do then Tailmon starts walking to the wall for, <laughs> for a few minutes like she just walks into the wall I don't know why but I guess they had to say that she, it was glitchy or something like because obviously that whatever they're in operates under video game rules not like it's not in the digital world necessarily because why would she be walking straight into the wall why would they be walking in 90 degree angles and not just be able to free run yeah I think it's like this isometric like game-ish area that they're in in fact, a lot of the mechanics of how the Digimon work don't make a lot of sense. Well, it's a, it's a TV show. No, it's a movie. Uh, they have a, they have a greater onus to make sense in a movie. Uh, that's, I thought that's it was the cute, noise though. I would make. I thought it was cute. No, oh, this was cute. Yeah, but it, it begs too many questions about how things work later on, and we'll get there. So then Taichi tries to call people. Joe is at an exam. Yamato and Takaru are out. Their grandma is very old. Um, <laughs> so like outside, in there at the grandparents' house. Uh, so when Tai says, oh, can I speak to uh, Yamato or Takaru? And the grandma says, sure, I'll get them. And then she hangs up. I love that. So I, like, I want to speak to Yamato. Yamato is my grandson. Yeah. I think that was pretty much done in, in both versions, which I appreciated. No, but it was like, I want to talk to them. I like to talk to them, too. <laughs> that was definitely in the English version. <laughs> uh, in one of them, I think it was in the Japanese, she was like, Great, and then just hangs up because she doesn't really get there. No, no, she says, sure, I'll get them. <laughs> and then she just hangs up very slowly. Um, also, I think after this there might be a bit of footage that's cut, but I'm not I'm not quite sure because um, I, I just couldn't find the English version. So there's a woman who's just looking at the, the meat and it's like incorrectly labeled. She's like, oh, huh, huh. But I think that might be, might be cut. No, that's... um. Are you, I don't remember that. No, there was a guy. At the sh- they, they, there was a guy buying the chocolate, and that yeah. was that, that was kept. I'm talking about there was another scene. Actually, the the difference is a little bit is a little bit distinct just in its impact because in Japanese it's like okay, a million yen. That's pretty expensive. Like that's really expensive. Yeah, it's, it's still a few thousand. It's a few thousand dollars for this chocolate. One, two, a million dollars. <laughs> Must be really good chocolate, paper or plastic. Although. Uh, this is this takes place in Japan. Like yeah. the series has covered that this is Japan. Why are they using dollars? Oh, there are worse bits where they try to censor the yen. Like even though they've already said they're in Japan, they still try to remove like references to being Japanese. That's weird. Yeah. So yeah. So when Taichi calls Hikari and she answers the phone, but she's at a party and wants to blow out the candles. And apparently, she in the English version, she's volunteered to be cut in half by a magician. And there's no magician shown, but why not? Because that's what they would have. It just needs to be slightly wackier. 
So Koshiro is helping cook. Taichi doesn't want to call Sora. Taichi gets very embarrassed. They go back to the computer. Cat's looking at the computer. Nothing, you know, there's just silence. In the English version. Thank you for visiting. Meow.com. Was there a cat in this? I just realised they have a cat. Yeah, it's, yeah. I just said that was the bit the cat was in. Oh, I don't remember seeing the yeah, cat. Yeah, it's like thank you for visiting meow.com. It's the best part. I don't remember the cat at all. Yeah, he was in that one, just one for a moment. I'm totally... Okay, I have no memory whatsoever of the cat. So, the Digimon go to the internet, and they have to use Izzy's password, which is prodigious. <laughs> and so people around the world are watching the battle. Keramon evolves to perfect, and attacks them during evolution, which I, I, I wish that all enemies did, because it seemed like the smartest idea. Why don't other enemies do that? The evolutions often, sometimes take several minutes. And if you can just stop them, and not only do you stop them, you shunt them back to being a ch- like an adult. Yeah, like... I think a while ago you, you brought this up, like, why are they just not attacking them? And I said, it does happen. So this is this is the bit where it happens. But the fact that it can happen here means that when Devimon just lets it go... Like, would you just attack Patamon before it becomes Angemon instead of just staring there and screaming? If anything made me hate Vamdemon more, it was this. <laughs> yeah, like, if I was a Digimon bad guy, I'd attack all the Digimon during the evolution because that's essentially where they're vulnerable, right? It's like 30 to seconds to a minute of pure vulnerability in which you'll just win and they sit there and they watch it and they're like hmm interesting and the digital don't evolve at the same time either because the implication is very clear that they're not sim- they're not simultaneous they're one after another yeah because they're, when they're simultaneous it's like in the last episode of adventure when you can see them side by side yeah um it is baffling how much this ruins every other enemy in the series yeah. So then an Australian boy emails them and says, you know, w- w- how are you losing? And this is just replaced by Willis. And he says, I'm sorry for doing that. This is my fault. It's like, no, no, just go away. Is the Australian one Will Oz? No, his name's probably Dingo or something. Yeah, Dingo! Or Eucalyptus. <laughs> ah, my friend Didgeridoo. Uh, so then we see a Ferris wheel speeding up and the little girl seems really happy by the fact that she's probably going to die. Um... <laughs> And I think this might be cut in the English version. Again, I'm not sure. I couldn't find in the English version, so I'm assuming it was cut. I don't know why it would be cut, but it was, apparently. I don't know. I know I, know I caught one really big cut. What was it? Um, I'll, we'll get there. Okay. Um, but I love if Ty's mom watches the... The Ferris wheel's really going today. <laughs> mm. Like, no concern at all. Like, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. Ty, come and look at this. So then we, we go back to Kari's party and the birthday girl's face is so done whenever Hikari's on the phone. Like, oh my gosh, she just like, her eyes just square and it's funny. The one change here actually I think is interesting is that in Japanese she's already on the phone. And everyone kind of just notices. Well, this clip's removed. This, this one's removed in the English version, I'm pretty sure. Because no, she needs to be cut off by a wizard. Yeah, that, no, that was the first time. This is the yeah. second time that, it, that she's at the party. But uh, like, she'll do her big breath intake for the brilliant the candles and you hear bring, bring because the phone's ringing. Yeah. In the English, only. Yeah. But in Japanese, she's already on the phone. Like, they change it a little bit where yeah. one, they're all just kind of noticing, and the other one there. I think they might have cut it for time, like, cut it down much shorter and removed the second. It's obvious but, that they have to cut it down for time, because, you know. they've got to fit it into a full movie. three movies in. Yeah. I think it's like a 30-minute movie in the English version and a 40-minute movie, like, with, like, a few minutes of ending song, but still. They needed to fit in this also, the they, ending song. Also, they added on a clip from the next movie to the start of this, to the, to the end of this movie, which oh, I guess we'll did. get to in a, in a bit. I didn't watch it. I, I got there. I'm like, this isn't it. <laughs> yeah. I, well, you could have watched it because it was meant to be in that movie. So, um, 
their internet their connection disconnects and Taichi's head does a complete 180. Like, that should not happen. Like, the, he just looks like he's broken something. Exorcist one. Yeah. So Taichi try, tries to contact everyone again, and he, in the English, which in the English version, instead of just, like, beep, 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 he gets yelled at by the phone voice person. <laughs> and then Sora tries to visit Taichi, which I think they put here more to imply that she was just visiting him because he called or something. No, no, because he sent an email, but it didn't go through because no, of no, the No, no, I, I know, no, but this part was, like, implied think... that that was, because, that was why she showed up, was because, like, when he said, oh, just come over? Or was that later on? No, because she was already gone, because she had already come over. He left a message, because she was gone. Yeah. So, she, and because she was outside, and then she goes, oh, you're a jerk, and then leaves. Yeah. So she doesn't get the message until she gets home. Mm. Um, so then, Infamon calls him, like, on the phone. And actually talks to him on the phone. Like he says, did you program me? Instead of it just being the computer computerized voice going, Moshi, 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 Moshi. This plot is really dated. Because this would only this plot only works back when the phone system and the internet were one thing. Yeah. Like he wouldn't have escaped out into the phones five years later, maybe. Five years later, really? I don't know, 2006. Oh, we, we, there was more cable DSL then than was dial-up. Well, definitely yeah, but, ten years later. Yeah, good, yeah, definitely ten years later, yeah. Uh, so yeah, the news announcer says, Now some breaking news. Phone systems throughout Tokyo are experiencing difficulties. And then Taiji's mom says, A lot's going on today. And that's fair enough. A lot is going on today. You're trying to make a cake. That's that's fine. <laughs> um, then And also the Ferris wheel was going a little bit faster than usual. Anyway, so in the, in the dub. Phones have gone dead worldwide. If your telephone is dead, please call your phone company. Well, at least my sister can't call me three times a day. They had to put in a two jokes. Two! In, in one not joke. And also, they made it a worldwide thing instead of just Japan. Like, it's very much just a within Japan and Tokyo thing rather than a worldwide thing. Well, that would make a lot of sense, what with it being in the phone system. Yeah. The phone system doesn't exactly extend all the way. But I guess they're trying to tie in Willis to all this. Well, in he the does English. go to America in both. Yeah. It's eventually. So, yeah, so I... I know. Um, so this, I wrote that the Sora visiting Thai clip is moved here to imply that she checked her phone messages and came only here. So it was earlier. It was when he was trying to call people and wasn't getting through. But now, when he's actually leaving le- messages for people on the um, on the reserve system or something, th- that he was just she she checked it and then was in two minds about whether she, she, that she should visit visit or not. So yeah, it was moved there. That makes her seem really terrible. Yeah. That makes it seem like really garbage. Like, because he said, oh, just please come over. And then the next clip you see is Sora about to knock on his door. But I'm pretty sure that, that was much earlier in the uh, film. Because I saw the Japanese one first, I just I just thought about it as she came over in the absence. And she hadn't heard it yet. Yeah. Because when he left it, he would have just been inside. I saw the Japanese version first. I just noticed that that hmm. was different, I think. Um, I mean, I think it was different. I might be wrong. How do you use the reserve message system to notify someone that they have a message? I think I think she just checked and was lucky. Also, same with Matt. No, yeah, no like, like Matt and TK. Would they mm. have just gone to the phone and been like, yeah, okay. Well, I think what the grandma might have said, oh, they want to talk, like he wants to talk to you. Because st- she still went to get them. there wasn't a TV running in there, was there? Yeah. They wouldn't have known No, about... there was the TV one they were watching baseball, weren't they? They were watching baseball at her... That's in, the, no, that's that in was... Summer Wars. No, no, they were watching baseball in both movies. That's oh, why I said man. it's the same movie. That's the same movie. Holy crap. And also, like, um, his, uh, TK's grandma was watching TV and he was giving her a massage. 
Uh, so yeah, we find out that Mimi's in Hawaii, and she seems a lot more vain, as always, in the English version. Uh, I actually thought that um, it was Ty's interpretation, like his imagination of what she was uh, like reading out what her I postcard just, said. Yeah, I just got that like that. That was just, yeah, that that's what she was saying in the postcard. Yeah, she was listening to it in the postcard, but she never, she wasn't yelling. I wish you were here. It was probably had exclamation points, like a lot of them. Yeah, I don't know. But she gets back from like. America again. She's always in America. Like she goes back to America in Try. That happens as well. And she's just she's just like, hey everybody. And just starts talking about other stuff, even though really important things are happening. I liked Mimi. I like her. Um so that so yeah, they reuse the reserve message system and TK and Matt con- are able to contact them. Then Matt says Hey Ty, it's Matt. So what's the big emergency? Call me back. Ah. Oh, I gotta go. Grandma fell asleep on TK <sighs> again. Does this happen often? Apparently, he said again. So there's another little line they had to leave in. Did you know that they really like inserting jokes into the English for no reason? So Infamon, once again, sends a message saying that he's looking for someone, which he isn't, but they have to reference Willis. He I is guess. now, though. Like, this is somehow Willis's fault that they're trying to get in this movie. So, Takeru and Yamato try and find a computer while Infamon's eating America. And the clip of them going around to house to house until they find, like, a, go to a couple's house um, is removed and all of a sudden they're on a random spike. Yeah, instead I, that, of, was, like, yeah. that was the big one I noticed. I'm like, there's a whole scene that they just cut. Yeah, so it's basically, if they find a house and they're like, oh yeah, there's, there's only one in town. It's, our internet's down at the moment. Like, our computer's not connected. And then TK starts crying. He's like, oh, fine. So he takes them on a bike and then he goes to the barber. But instead, we just see them on a stranger's bike. I feel like he's crying earlier than that. But it's been a while now. Yeah. So then this no, is... No, actually, they're not a stranger's bike. They're like, uncle, whatever. They just, they pretend that they know him. Oh, okay. In the English one, they change the line. Well, they have to, because otherwise it's just a stranger's bike in the, in the English version. Just like when the kids get picked up by that random dude. Who's their uncle? Yeah, they, their no, cousin, that? cousin, yeah. Sora's, Sora's cousin. cousin. Yeah. It was actually just a random dude who wanted these ten-year-old girls. Yep. Ugh. So this is where the bit where... Um, is he says, oh, I wonder what the Digimon would be like if he was never attacked by the virus. I'm just like, he wasn't attacked by anything. This is just who he is inside. Also, this is really weird for him to say when it's like, there are virus-type Digimon, aren't they viruses? Yeah. Does that mean that the egg was just beaten over the head by Ogamon a little bit? Oh, <laughs> jeez. So, yeah, is he like, is, is he still drinking oolong tea? Or I guess beef shakes? And then, oh, so Patamon and Gabamon get on the internet, and there's not much talking. They're just saying, oh, look, it's Patamon and Gabamon. And, you know, there's Tentamon and Ogamon. But in the English version, Patamon says, Sorry, we're late. I was surfing in that and I waved out. Huh? Gabamon and Patamon. Is TK on this ride? He's not tall enough. <laughs> it's so garbage. I thought it was cute, but I think it was unnecessary. Oh, like, totally. Another joke that they, I kind of, I think they just wanted to make this movie funnier than it was. I think it's a lot more serious in the original. Kids can't pay attention. Mary kids have no attention span whatsoever. So then Infamon evolves and attacks Patamon again during mid-evolution. So I don't know why they tried to evolve. Like, they should have tried to evolve before. They should have just said, yeah, last time we tried to evolve, that didn't work out too well. So let's evolve before we get to him. And then he's getting attacked. And he's in the thing's claw, and he's like flying backwards towards the wall. And TK goes, look out! (laughs) So then there's a really tense moment, and Taichi's just looking at the screen, and then Izzy goes to the bathroom to wee because he's had so much oolong tea, and then I think he just has a stomach ache and has to be sick or has to go to the toilet or something because he's had too many beef jerky shakes. He's or been they are. poisoned. So then 
their internet kind of goes funny and I think their computer breaks. And I really like what they did in the original version because they're, since they're playing Braveheart, it just like sounds like it's lagging. It just goes, show me your Braveheart, show me your Braveheart, show me your Braveheart, show me your Braveheart, over like, and over again. Like a record screwed up. Yeah, and I really like that effect. And then there's a blue screen of death because Taichi hits the computer too much. Except that he hit the screen. Which shouldn't blue screen your uh, your computer because it's just yeah, the screen. Yeah, the, the computer parts on the floor, the monitors on the table. Yeah, no, no, yeah. They're, they're, they're both on the floor. They brought them both down. Yeah, but it's but like, yeah, he hit the monitor yeah. and the, they blue screen somehow. I think it was just going to blue screen anyway, to, though. To be honest, because it was doing that "show me your brave heart" thing. Maybe when it, when I had a Windows computer and it was about to blue screen, I always knew because if I was listening to something, it would just repeat the last bit of sound it made. That's entirely possible. Yeah, but. I guess the show positions it that it's his fault entirely. So Diaboramon copies himself and launches one missile. In the English version, he launches two missiles, one in Japan and one in Colorado. So that's to tie Wallace in, obviously. Uh, who is Willis? Where's Wallace? Where, where is Wally Willis? I, I, I will read that book, Where's Wallace? It's throughout the series and you find who's Wallace is. So, um, just, to, just to say up. something, um, I told Jay that there were two characters that show up in the background when the kids around the world are watching the, the fight, and I was like, two of these characters will be relevant. One is relevant in Zero Two, one is the character in the Wonder Swan games. And he just picked a screenshot of, like, of, I think it's the one who's black with the blonde kid, I think, and he just wrote, is this Wallace? <laughs> I was like, you missed the point of the exercise. <laughs> no, I've got the exact point of the exercise. Is it Wallace? So yeah, what the characters that do show up, uh, there's Miyako with one of her older sisters, and there is Ryo in the mountains. We're not sure where he is, but he's in the mountains. Is yeah. he the Australian friend? No, no. Ryo's Ast- like Japan- Japanese, man. Oh, okay. Um, so it's Mount Fuji, the only mountain in Japan. So then... Izzy's getting lots of emails and he's reading them and he gets one from his mum and it's telling him to be home by six. And as well as someone else who's se- like a non-Digimon person who seems to know the Digimon stages because he gets a, an email that says, how could one mega level Digimon be beaten? Like, how, how can two mega level Digimon be beaten by one bug? It's like, how does this kid know the stages of Digimon? I didn't even think about that, but yeah, that's a huge problem. I guess unless all of Japan may or may not have watched them in the sky. Yeah, but they still wouldn't know the stages. Like, but they we... were talking about them. There was no speakers. You can't. You did. You, you could only see them. There was no sound. Okay, maybe. Yeah. So the kids, the kid, this kid happens to know the stages somehow. I don't know. Maybe he's one of the old Digidestined. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so when they're trying to look for the one with the clock, I just why can't Metal Gurumon uses his sense use his senses again that he used. With Piedmon. Because there's too many of them, I guess. And they yeah. all smell the same. Good he point. was just trying to find where the swords were, not which particular oh, yeah. sword. Good point. So then there's seven minutes left until the missile, seven minutes left till took cake, and also Joe's exam. And then Here We Go starts playing. And then, and you know, we see Miyako, so I, so I have Miyako, Miyako, hello baby, Miyako, are you okay? Who? Miyako is the, the, the purple haired girl that I showed you. I don't re- Oh, wait. The character who is who's going to be in it later. Oh, okay, got it. 
my favourite. Sure. Um, and yeah, so emails are making their connection show. War Greymon and Metal Gurumon get beaten. As they always do. Koshiro, once again, is on the computer and aware of, unaware of his surroundings, as we've seen in Try, we've seen it in the earlier episodes of Digimon Adventure. Good character development. Yeah. So, in the English version, I think, guess they've forgotten about this flaw that he has, and it's just Ty's mum coming in to talk to them. And Izzy just starts t- talking and saying, oh, blah, 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 technobabble this, technobabble this, and then until she goes away. But he still responds to her. He isn't completely ignoring her like he does in the Japanese version, which I think he's just saying, oh, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? So Taichi goes into the computer, and so does Yamato, and the narrator Kari says something really annoying, which was, Tai himself became digital, and we don't know how. You already became digital last season! <laughs> I had that exact note! <laughs> I'm so annoyed, because... They were digital. They were completely digital. <laughs> they were digital for months. Like, I just... Why is this a new thing? Well, if you had just watched the prequel, yeah. then yeah, that would be really confusing, wouldn't it? So, there's a really cute reference to part one in the English version, which is him saying, Please wake up, or Greymon. I don't have a whistle to wake you, but please wake up. And I think that's really cute, because it's, you know, um, Tai Chi had to use his whistle to wake Greymon up in the prequel. And I thought that was cute. So then I really like the music that they use in the dub, and I said that in an earlier episode, I know. So the emails give power to them to make them form Omegamon, who clears up all the copies, leaving the original. And Omnimon says his name, and they just sort of say, oh, part Wargreymon, part Metal Gururumon. Part emails. <sighs> Join together to become Omnimon. And then Let's Kick It Up plays. Let's kick it up. I can't believe you know that song. I've, I've watched the movie. Oh yeah, good point. He's still a nerd. He's still a nerd. So Koshiro forwards all the emails to Diaboromon, which causes him to freeze. This is actually one of my like it's the stupidest thing ever, but it's one of my favorite like solutions to the overwhelming bad guy is we will send him all our emails and then we'll lag him so we can catch him. So when Izzy forwards him all the emails, he says go, but in the English version he says you've got mail, which is you know. Not dated at all. <laughs> and then we see Miyako again, who's the best character. I actually, so um, I have access to my boss's emails for work, and uh-huh. he still has AOL mail because some people still do. Jeez, and really? I go Is on he there. From the year two thousand. Apparently, well, well, he's much older than that. He's like sixty-five. And I, I'll go on there, and we'll say, "You have unread mail." Oh wow! Oh, she's tall. It says it out loud. Like oh. you can't. Oh my! It's it gets me every time. Jeez. Oh, can, can you open that when I'm around just so I can die? I can die? do it right after this. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so, Taichi's mum burnt the cake, the missile lands in the water, and managed to, to not hurt anyone. Yeah, actually, like, a missile travelling that fast is still, like, it's the size of at least, like, yeah. five cars. Summer Wars did this realistically, because it still super damaged some things. Yeah, it's still going to blow up the area. I guess it's it was, a meteor. I, I guess it was meant to be disarmed and wasn't meant to make that much damage, but it still would have burnt up and the, doesn't okay. damage. So this is the concept of the mass driver. Do you know what a mass driver is? Uh-uh. So a mass driver is the old... It's this thing from the 60s, an idea called Operation Star Wars, where basically you put a giant tungsten rod in space, uh-huh. and then you drop it. It's got, no, it's got no explosives, it's got no propulsion. You just drop it and on a trajectory to land wherever you hate. Uh-huh. Thing is, it's going to drop so fast because it's it's going to... Gravity's dragging along. It very quickly gets to terminal velocity. Its terminal velocity is ridiculous because it's, you know, it's thin. It's a rod. It's, you know, it's the... It's big, though. Um, and then it 
picks up speed, and it's got so much mass. It hits the ground, it's got the force of several nuclear weapons. And it, it had no explosives in it. It just was... It's so disgustingly strong. And this is a lower version of that. If you throw a missile at an area, even if it doesn't blow up, it's been traveling at hundreds of miles an hour. It's going to kill everything. Mm. It was going to kill Sora. Like, she was right next to it. In fact, she was so right next to it, I can't believe she didn't even hear it. Well, there was the wave behind her from the water. She didn't even glance. Like, her peripheral vision should have picked up the giant wave. Oh, it's like, like, is it Godzilla? No? Alright, whatever. So, yeah, Sora gets Taichi's email. Maybe that's why she's too preoccupied with the email that she just got. She wants her boyfriend to. Yeah. So then Izzy says in the original version, we didn't make it because, like, it still lands. Like, he's worried that what happens if if we didn't make it because it was only to the very second. What does he think would have happened if he did make it? It would never have landed? It would have flown past and stayed flying forever. Well, they changed this in the English version to him saying, I'm about to barf because he's had all those beef jerky shakes. (laughs) So then the great song starts playing, which is... Let's kick it up. No, it's it's, Sakuhin number two, Haru, I think it's called. I don't know. It's really good. It's by Mimi's voice actress again. I really like it. So it's, And then it starts raining somehow, even though it was blue sky, but I don't know, I guess. That happens in Melbourne, so I guess it could also happen in Japan. It could. And then, oh, I love the ending, because it's just... They lo- they load up, like, Windows 2000. Hello, Windows 2000, my old friend. Are you reading my notes? Yes, I am. So this is... So, um, usually we record on Skype, but right now we're recording in, uh, in Jay's study, because my internet's, uh, capped back home, so it's back to the year 2002 with me. Um... And so nothing would load. So, yeah, I'm recording it not on Skype and in person. Avast, back to 2002 with ye. Yeah, that's my punishment for having my Xbox on all the time. Which, by the way, super annoying, was watching Summer Wars with my parents. And she was saying, so, can you make it so your Xbox doesn't turn on and do updates? And we're just like, no, 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 no. And my Xbox turned on. And I'm just... (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe I picked that up. No, it's super good, actually. Oh, my God. Yeah, because I've, I've recently had... Is this Xbox turning on? Yeah, it does. No, I'm, I'm full on being serious. It does that. Like, I previously had a power-saving device where everything was turned off unless the TV was turned on, but that actually, like, blew a fuse in my old TV, so I had to get a new TV, and I got a better power board. So, yeah, now my Xbox turns on if you're in the same room and say uh, any words combining Xbox, turn it on. It picks it up. Turn on, box X. So it has to be, like... It has to be in that order, though. Then the Xbox turn on. Oh, my God. But my mum was just, yeah. Mum was saying, can you make sure my, your Xbox doesn't turn on and do automatic updates? And I said, no. <laughs> Extreme boxing is a real turn on. <sighs> anyway, back to the Digimans. <laughs> so, yeah. The cute photos from the movie and the children are watching uh, around the world. And they show Miyako. They show Rio. And then they show a cute picture of Taichi's mum and the bird cake. And then a really cute photo of, like, Sora wearing the hair clip. And she replies to Taichi's email, and it's you know it's attached with the photo of her with her hair clip in. And then instead of this in the English version, we get Willis um, <laughs> running in a field with te- with Terriamon and Kokomon. So he calls Kokemon. it he calls it Terriamon, but it's actually Gummymon. Gummymon evolves into Terriamon, but uh, yeah, so that's. A bit from the third part, but it's not in the Japanese version because they're trying to t- once again tie in Willis into this movie. The real main character. Yep. We found him after all these years. 
What did you think of our war game as someone who was new to Digimon? It was okay. If someone was really new to Digimon, like I was when I watched the original prequel, God, that would be completely terrible. Like, imagine having no context whatsoever for the rest of the kids' Digimon. And then, like, did, did they just... Who are they? Well, at least it doesn't show all of their like all of them having relationships with the Digimon. It's just mainly the those four. No, but still, it's like oh yeah, TK's not tall enough to ride and stuff like that. Yeah. And wouldn't the other kids want to talk to their Digimon if they've been away for a year and a half? Well, they didn't know because they were at exams or being annoyed. Like, but they would have got the time. messages afterwards and be like, "Oh God, we missed out our chance." How pissed would you be if you were Sora and you were standing outside Ty's house when all this was happening and he tells you the next day, by the way, all the Digimon were here. You missed it. Yeah, and she could have seen Biomon. And she's like, but my hair! Uh, so do you think it was better? Like, it would have been better to combine this movie with the first one? Like, no, it ruined it. It's actively terrible. So it's better to watch it in the, in the way that we're watching it, where we watch the prequel, then the adventure, and then this movie. Absolutely. You, for most things, watching them chronologically is a good thing. Well, yeah, Except well, for Memento. Doing that one chronologically makes that into a boring movie. Yes, we're, we're watching in the order it came out in Japan, which is chronologically. Yeah, I mean, not everything should be chronological. Like, um... Most things should be release order. Yeah. But this is Japanese release order, so that's accurate. Yeah, this is still release order. For example, Metal Gear Solid you should not play chronologically. Should you play that release order? You should definitely play that in release order. Okay. Except for 2. Actually, 2 is apparently really good. I just had no time for it. Which one's Snake Eater? Number 3. Right. And that goes way back in time. So you'd play that first in chronological and none of it would make any sense. Right. So, uh... The best one. What differences did you notice, and do you think they were justified? Um, so, I mean, obviously there were a lot of differences, and there's the classics, they add in lots of jokes. Kari was the narrator, randomly, and I'd forgotten, because of course she was, she was in the prequel as well, but it's really weird, especially because in the English in the show it was Ty, but all of a sudden, yeah, I forgot Kari's the main character, and she's away the whole time. Why is she narrating any of this when she was at a birthday party? Mm. Okay. Um, the music. Uh, I actually really like the English music. Oh like, yeah, I do too. The, the English mu- music. I've always liked the the weird, over the top, you know, early two thousands, late nineties, I guess, early two thousands music. That doesn't really. It doesn't fit with how Digimon should feel in Japanese, but it actually works out with the visuals and everything. If only they weren't weird and over the top with the voices as well. And, I mean, the obvious big one is that the plot's different. That the reason they're fighting this thing, the reason it's there at all, its entire motivation is just completely different. And it's all focused on this Willis kid who, if you're watching this in a, in a cinema, right? And again, let's pretend you don't have a lot of exposure to Digimon. You, you've watched it occasionally on television, right? You, you've caught a couple episodes on Fox Kids or whatever it was in your particular country. You didn't watch all of it. That's happened to a lot of kids and you're like, okay, I'll watch the movie. Or you're just a parent and you've taken their kids to the new animated movie and you've gone from this 40 minutes into the prequel whatever long it was, 20 minutes? How long was the prequel? The prequel was about 20 minutes, yeah. Okay, so you're an hour into this movie. Who's Willis? Why is he so important? He's mentioned constantly the second act is entirely based on him somehow, without him ever showing up. Well, he's like that they do sort of Photoshop his, um, his face onto one of the emails. <laughs> I know, but at the same time, like... The Australian boy, I think. At, at the same time, he's so much more important, and he's basically never around. Um, and 
I don't know why they changed Ty's mom. That was weird. But it's them just throwing jokes around. Um, I was just looking at something. And the, 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 the nameplate on Mimi's door, I'm still perplexed I'm by. I'm not that bothered. Like, I, I think it's stupid, but I, I, I pile it all in together. And just, what is up with them not thinking it's even a Digimon? Or it's part virus, part Digimon? Or it was corrupted by a virus? None of that made any sense. And so, it's like the people who wrote this had no idea, had never seen the show, or had not really bothered. And it was just like, alright, cool, this is about right. Do we know if this is the same writers as the adventure? In the English version or Japanese English. version? Yeah, well, Jeff Nemo worked on it, but I don't think he was too happy with some of the things that were done with it. Like, he didn't want to combine the movies. Well, I wouldn't think so. Because, yeah, it doesn't make any sense for them to be, get, be together. You can't go from the prequel... And then skip the whole TV show into the basically the wrap up. Like for memory, he was he didn't want the third part to be on it like, definitely, and I I don't think the third part should have been attached. I don't know what the third part is. I imagine I'm going to be equally baffled when that happens. And since it's so long after O2, there's probably going to be a whole mess of well, new characters little, showing up. A little bit of a, a spoiler, I guess. Uh, they removed twenty minutes from the Japanese version. Well, that's a hell of a thing. Yep, they removed the whole plot. Um, <laughs> so have fun with that. Uh, oh, also, away but by the Digimans becomes let's go to America without parents for some reason. I totally forgot that um, when they kill Diaboramon, is that what he's called? Yeah, Diaboramon. When they kill him in English, well, Diablomon. When they kill Diablomon, they stab him in the face, and then he says, "Connection terminated." But how did he say anything with his when he's dead? He and doesn't he, talk. Like, and you talk. know, and you know, he's dead. Because the clock stops between the one and two seconds. If he had enough time to say those words, they were all dead. Yeah. And the thing with the countdown was obviously the countdown finishes a little bit before the thing hits the ground because then the warhead explodes and it never actually is meant to hit anything. That's always the weird thing about nuclear weapons. They don't hit anything. They just explode above what you want to kill. Yeah. So when it hits the ground, hits the ocean, the, the river or whatever, and Izzy's like, we failed. You just look at him and you go, what? Who thinks that? He's 10. Come on. He's like 11 and a half now. He's okay, a, he's point. almost 12. Yeah, he's a big boy now. He's basically an adult. Yeah. I'm 12. I'm basically an adult. So the Digimon that was were introduced in this movie were, there is a moth on my screen. Hello, little friend. Um, don't, don't annoy him. Don't. Oh, it might be a Digimon. It might be Mothmon. Okay, well. Okay, so Kuramon. Okay, it's a little spiky ball thing. It's cute, actually. Sumemon. Ah, it's getting creepy. It's like a, it's like a Wallmaster from Zelda. It is. Karamon. Yeah. <laughs> this weird balloon with a smiley face attached to it, and it's creepy Devimon. Looks like Drifloon from Pokemon. Oh, it really does, actually. Like a Caramon super came evil first. one. Yeah, but it's... Uh, okay. It's based on the onomatopoeia for cackling. Ketter, ketter. It's cute. What about Infamon, the spider one? It gets just creepier and creepier, which is really good. That's what it should... Whoa. I hate Um, What the hell is that? Oh, this is the one that we didn't see, but I'm going to show you anyway, because it skipped uh, to child... Uh, from child to perfect. This is his metapod. adult level. Yeah, it's Metapod. It's Kudi uh, Sarimon. Or Chrysalimon. Chrysal- yeah, so it's... Yeah, it's Metapod. And what about Diaboramon? 
it's it's very it actually looks a lot like a weird feral version of um, Devimon, which is good. I actually kind of wish it looked more like him because I'd like to see an effective Devimon go nuts. Well, the Devimon's awesome. terrifying. Yeah, he's, he looks really good. And yeah, it's got, uh, apparently Y2K bug based. But it's really... Oh, that's cool. Um, The one thing that's weird about it is that its main power is multiplying and not being strong. And that's cool. Obviously, it's 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 a side swipe that the kids aren't really used to. But it doesn't build up to that. It's mostly... uh, Like, it's really strong up until its final form. Then it multiplies forever. So... It feel it doesn't feel like it's multiple multiple things that are the, are the strongest. Instead, it feels like its strength is that it multiplies, which kind of undercuts the individual scariness of him because it's automatically a million of them. Is Diaboramon Wallace? <laughs> I found him. I found Wallace Mon. I was kind of told going into this that Summer Wars was like really similar, and I have three pages of notes about Summer Wars. We I have will... six points. We will not be going into this actually really in depth because this isn't a Digimon clone movie. There are shots that are similar and we'll be showing you some of those, I believe, in the show notes. Um, But besides from really basic things, it's quite different. Even the theme and, you know, of the digital world and the companions and stuff is really different in that, I'm going to call it the beginning Club Penguin the movie because, you know, you've got your digital zone, which is Oz, and everything inside of that are avatars. They're player characters. They don't have a personality. They're never shown to have a personality. And then the the characters, the real people, directly control them. So it's more skill-based than anything. Yeah. Uh, there is a little... There is a bad guy who shows up and he starts eating eating data, although he's just eating people's accounts. Um, and then he gets bigger and he does, he does evolve twice, kind of. And that bit where Diaboramon multiplies into a million dudes, instead this thing is just becomes a giant titan made of smaller accounts. Um, I don't really want to go into the plot, because the plot is entirely unrelated. We can give, like, a a slight, very short... We'll give you a short overview. Basically, there is a kid, his name is Kenji. He's really good at math. He's dumb, though. But he's, he's, you know, he's a Japanese teenager, so he's not the... Gets a lot of blood noses. He has a lot of blood noses, you know the guy. But he gets two in the movie. He's he's a Japanese nerd kid, you know what I mean, it's anime. Um, And uh, this girl shows up, and she's like, I want to hire you for a job, and he's like, okay... And he goes with her to this, like, huge estate in the Japanese countryside. And it's her grandma's 90th birthday. Basically, her grandma's kind of dying because she's 90. And so she wanted to bring someone to and say that she was engaged to make her grandma happy before she died. And then says a bunch of these lies, like how he's a Tokyo youth student and he's been to America and, like, he's really smart. Yeah, but he's he's really good at math. He's pretty good at it. He didn't quite get into the didn't quite represent Japan no, no, in he's, some... he's, he's candidate he's, they're not saying he's, if he's not if he's in no it said, he said he missed oh, he, did he, he didn't make it he didn't make it to represent Japan but he almost did um, so he was pretty good at math yeah anyway so yeah there's this big central hub which it has business and it has uh, it, it has and uh, entertainment and it's like linked with health like people's health and like the police department and the fire department basically Oz connects everything and uh the the Prime Minister and, like, the <laughs> President apparently have accounts. Basically, at, at some stage during his first night there, he's got he gets a message on his phone, and it's like a number problem, uh, and he just spends all life solving it, because it's kind of what he does. He just solves number problems. It's what he does for fun. And he sends, he sends his answer through to 
on his phone to whatever anonymous thing sent it to him. He doesn't even think about it. And he gets a weird response of like a jack-in-the-box. And all of a sudden, his account's been hacked. And he goes, oh no. And his face starts showing up on the news because it turns out that somebody hacked the code for this online uh, space. And they think it was him, that he's the culprit. Because they and, stole his account. And so the whole fam- and they And they stole his account. And it's going around. It's got this weird, big, creepy smile on, like the Digimon does in the movie. In the yeah, other movie, like Caramon does. Yeah. Um, and the whole family finds out that he wasn't legit, and they all got pretty mad about it. And there's one of the asshole uh, relatives who's a policeman arrests him because he's in love with his second cousin. That's uh, really weird. He's like, no one falls in love with my second cousin except me. Yeah, uh, basically. And then there's this uh, really strong avatar called King Cosma, who's the greatest character in the He's movie. He's a bunny. He's a bunny. It's the best. He has a, he has a wrestling title belt. It's the coolest. Um, and they're uh, run by somebody. They're like the most famous one in the world. And they were run by somebody in this big, rich family with the long history or whatever. So uh, Japan's infrastructure is like destroyed, essentially. Uh, and this black sheep of the family just comes back named Wabusuke. Wabusuke, yeah. And he's huge. He's he's awful. And then he gets attacked by the grandma whose 90th birthday it is. And he leaves. The dog likes him. But the dog likes him. Because, That's important. Because if the dog likes you, you're a good person. Yeah. Uh, Dogs like me. I must be a good person. <laughs> uh, so the kid comes back after being arrested because the roads are too clogged up. Because the infrastructure's all down. And he gets back and... Uh, some things happen. Basically, the grandma passes away after having a talk with him about, and, and about really talk, being there for the, the girl. The more important talk with Wabusuke where she st- almost dabs him. That was before. That was before he left. So she dies and then he comes back. Yeah. And he, he explains that he was the one who programmed... Oh, no. Actually, no, that was before she tries to stab him. Yeah, before yeah. he left, he explained, oh, yeah, I was the one who programmed that AI. Yeah, that and then is like, she tries to stab Eating the whole angry. world. Then she tries to stab him and he leaves. He really could have explained it in a way that was less culpable and less gross because he says you know i developed it but i sold it to the american military and i got lots of money to help out i got tons of money and then he's like then he is a dick about it and he's like i used the money i stole from you to make all this money it'll be great so she tries to stab him and he leaves uh kid comes back from being arrested sorry we're jumping around a bit it's a two-hour movie and we're trying to summarize it down quickly yeah not two hours um and, like, millions of accounts have been stolen at this point by the AI, and it's gotten huge, and it's kicking, it's it's beating down King Cosma, and they come up with a plan, and because this family's rich and very connected, they bring in, like, a military supercomputer, and the boat for no reason. I think that had the ice, so I guess it was important. But why did he bring the whole boat? Because I think he just wanted to feel special. <laughs> I think so, too. Also, a really nice touch is that all the kids have, like, DSs. Yeah. Exactly. That was really cute. And also that the, the guy who brings the boat also has a DS, I think. That's really cute. Also, the DS is um, compatible with Oz, which I think implies that Oz is run by Nintendo. No, I think it's just on the internet. No, but it's compatible. Yeah. Uh, maybe. So is Shovel Knight, but that's compatible on everything. Oh, okay. You got me. Um, so, but it's like, a, it's, it's a controller. You can't use a DS as a controller for your PC. You could if you modded it. Uh, maybe Oz maybe. has like a mod that you can control your PC with. So anyway, <laughs> I just got, why did he bring in a boat? That was the important part of the movie for me. So, uh, Kazu- Kazuma, the boy who, I know that's not how you pronounce it, but I need to emphasize there's a difference. Kazuma. Kazuma. Um, is Kazuma. the, is the kid who runs King Kazuma, which doesn't have the U in it. 
Uh, no, it's still Kazuma, isn't it? No, it's it's, it's K Z M A when oh, it's the bunny. I thought it was just but no, it, no but no, in, but in Japanese it would still be. Kazuma. They spell it. They spell it. Yeah, but no, but spell it would still be Kazuma. Maybe. Um, um maybe it was just that I had because <laughs> on the Blu-ray they said King Kazuma is Kazuma. Like maybe it's, okay. it, on the Blu-ray subs that I have, they spell so, it the same way. Maybe uh, you just had a bad. So basically, they bring the supercomputer and they've got no cooling system for it. So they're bringing a bunch of ice to put around it, and then they start fighting the bad guy, and they start to win because they're not lagging and their their reaction speed is fast enough because they have the supercomputer going on. They're gonna beat it in a fight, and then much like when the blue screen happens in Digimon, this is I guess this is where the similarities really start to come in yeah. in the way the fighting goes. Yeah, the, the when they're fighting online, that's when the sim- similarities. So instead show. of the computer blue screening and lagging, whatever. Um, they start to get lag. They start to get lag again. They go, error "What's going messages. on?" And they turn in yeah, error messages. And they turn around and they open the door and they blast up with heat. And they look around and the ice is not melted. It's gone. Like even the buckets that were holding it are just gone. And then you cut, and the weird cousin who was having the strange incest feelings about the main like love interest girl had stolen the ice and moved it to another room well, you know, to keep a, the grandma from J- decomposing. Jay, Jay, that's a pretty bad way to break the ice. <laughs> okay. Um, he was really bad at breaking the ice, honestly, at all times. Mm-hmm. So, like, and this is in... I forgot to mention, there is a, a countdown timer began in which... Was it a spaceship or a satellite? Um, it was a satellite. I think it was a satellite, yeah. A satellite was basically being controlled to get thrown down at one of um some nuclear reactor in japan because that's what that's what the bad evil ai was gonna do so uh and that was its plan so now you've got your countdown along with a thing falling from the sky and nuclear explosions i know those are only the elements of it but it's basically the exact same thing but instead of 10 minutes they have two hours and 10 minutes well i have read somewhere that um hasoda has said that this um Summer, he made Summer Wars with all the ideas that weren't used in a war game that he wanted to use but couldn't because it was a Digimon movie. That makes sense. So basically he said, I really want to use all these ideas and I don't want to just leave them to waste so I'm just going to make a movie that's not Digimon and, have, <laughs> and get to use all the ideas. That's fine. Um, and let's see. They never move the ice back either. Like, they just ignore it. Yeah, I would have moved it back. That would have, I would have used because they're, they're such a big family. I would have got that. And so King Cosmo gets basically eaten, and uh, everything everything seems lost. And at this point, I'm like, you should forward the bad guy some emails. You'll kill him that way. <laughs> uh, well, they see. kind of do get lots of emails, and that does help them. And you start to think to yourself, wait, isn't the American military running this thing? Are they attacking Japan? I think it just got out of control. That I think maybe, but like, wow, that's war. That is straight up war. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, let's, um, they go through the grandma's will. I don't think that's entirely necessary. The nerd... I'm trying to figure out what happens next. Oh, um, they go... They think oh, they've lost and then the, uh, they the chal- girl logs on and she plays Hanafuda, which is the She challenges it to earlier. a game because it likes games. Yeah. And so she challenges it to... Like, yeah, there's this thematic card game that's been going on. The, the, the family's been playing. And so she basically bets the family's accounts against this this computer and she's really good at the game because the grandma was the best in the world at it or something yeah. and she never lost um, and they all they all learned from her for years and years and there's a system in the game where at some stage if certain things happen you can double your bet which means like koi koi which I guess is like the fish I, yeah perhaps so she has 12 accounts and she gets 24 then she gets 48 and she keeps doubling until she gets a bunch of them and then 
all of a sudden she gets distracted by something in real life and she loses a game and the thing steals you know the million accounts she'd gotten and she's back to down and she's down to 74 and says you don't have enough to play and then all of a sudden this big random german account shows up and it's like i'll give you my account and it's got the little message thing and now she has 75 and she can play again and then you start getting the as the all the email messages start coming in and it looks a lot like um a war game it looks like a lot like a war game and they even flash around to different people in the world looking at their phones or computers and they're giving their accounts to her very similar and then she you know beats this thing in cards because that's how you do these things in anime. Well, the, the the part I like is that all the email, like all the emails, sort of like stirred the gods of Oz to give her this special item, which reminds <laughs> me a lot of the evolution to a Megamon, and I like that because I sort of was almost like a reference in a way. I liked it. It's similar. I wonder what the gods were doing that whole time. Just and then being in this last ditch effort, they try to the bad guy tries to throw. Um, that tries to throw uh, the satellite at the estate where the where the yeah. kids are, rather than the nuclear thing, just to kill them specifically at a vengeance. Yeah, uh, and they have to they have to fight, they have to kill it, and they're trying to disable its targeting or whatever it is, and it keeps popping up. Um, this like new versions of the code Which he's that the kid to... broke. The kid didn't actually break it the first time. Yeah, he. The he... joke is that he got it wrong. He got the the last character wrong. So he actually screwed up. So and it was like it thirty again. other people who were able to do it. Fifty-five. Oh really? Why Watch it today. Oh yeah, that's so right. So fifty-five other people broke it, not him. So it kind of takes culpability away from him as as the guy who cracked the code. Yeah. But now he has to do it, and then he cracks it. And he's about to put in the the password to change it, and it pops up a new one. And it happens like four times. And I think King Kazuma is also beating up the the love machine at the moment. No, it's in the background. He hasn't made it yet. Oh, yeah. Love machine is sitting there with the key being like, ha, 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 putting up new walls in front of him. And then he he realizes there's not much time left, so he starts to do it in his head. Which was impressive. And then he starts bleeding from the nose. Yeah. Because that's what you do when you're having a brain hemorrhage. Um, and then when he yells to the final password, it does the exact same face that Izzy made when he was sending all the emails. Mm. Uh, that part was cute. Basically, when he starts doing it in his head, there's like two minutes left or like one minute. Yeah. And he, they say that at certain times, like the um, the satellite is going at seven kilometers a second. Yeah, but they're able to put it off target. But they, if you put it off target, course. right? And this this is covered more realistically in this one. Yeah. But it's still, it's a huge thing. It still does lots of Traveling damage. at hundreds of miles an hour, slamming into the ground. And I think instead of on them, it slammed into the ground maybe at most a kilometer away. Yeah, and it still did tons of damage. That would just about nuke the area. Because it never lost any momentum whatsoever. It just changed where it hit. So, in a more realistic situation than um, than what happened with the sal- with the the nuclear missile in Japan or in the Digimon movie, uh, it actually still blows up like a huge hole in the area and it blows down the walls of the estate and there's a whole bunch of damage, but no one dies, at least. There's, there's that. But there is a sec the moment when it changes the, it shows you the change of targeting and it zooms way in and you see the dog. And it's just and it said that the bad guy had two accounts left. So I'm like, does the dog have an account? I just was under the impression that the account he was holding on besides Kenji's account was the account that um, was the military person. Oh, probably. And and the, the military person who's in charge of... No, no, the person who's in charge of the satellite because he needs to still have control yeah. over that. And that was the one that they yeah, needed to get control of. So, so that was the impression that I got. That's also basically the, dog, the movie. The dog's and then, important. And then the... Two kids fall in love because that's what happens. There's a whole lot of other stuff that goes oh, and, on. Oh, and the cute photograph of the granny t- smiles. Yes. I thought that was cute. So, 
what's really important about this movie, what's really wrong with this movie, and I really like it actually. It's really it's it's interesting. I like the family and their interaction more than I like the weird digital stuff. But I, I was just sitting there thinking to myself, who runs this company that runs Oz? It has to be somebody. There has to be a team of experts who runs this. Can't they just reset the servers or isolate this thing? Is no one responsible? Their accounts are probably stolen too. No, but they're administrators. They have the machines right there. I know, but they might not be able to do anything without their accounts. But do they have no back doors at all? Yes, well, that's my impression that I was getting. Like, everything is operated through Oz, so the administrators... Wouldn't would have to like plug in their phone or plug in like a USB key. That or seems like the most unsafe system ever. Like that's that just... if you, as the people who run this thing, lose access to this thing through conventional methods, then there are no methods you can. Yeah, use. well, that's that's the point of the movie. Like it's showing you that there's no other way. And like if you have a certain, if you get into the wrong parts of this world and you just throw one program across the floor, it'll knock everything else down uh-huh. with literal domino effects of disaster. Um. It just, it felt really irresponsible. Like, I wish the the thing had been done in the news once. Like, oh, everyone who runs this company has killed themselves out of shame. Or everyone at this company is just, like, staring at the wall as the place burns. Like, what's happening over there mm. at Oz Company? The people who essentially run the planet. Well, it would be more than a two-hour movie if they added bits about what happened to no, Oz No, it's a news story for 30 seconds. Oh, yeah, good point. Once. Just explain what's happening at the... Why is no one doing anything? The people who should be most responsible for it, why are they doing nothing? Do you think it was better than our war game? I do, yeah. What What would you rate our war game out of 10? Um, here's the thing. Well, I guess in the Japanese version. Okay, in the Japanese version. Um, it was fine. I still think the characters were a little bit weird and a bit different than they, than well, they would have appeared. Well, they're older. Were, no, mean... but like, not in a... Not in like a... But not... Like we've seen we've seen them being older and try, and I think that's developed better. I don't think it's all that interesting, and also a lot of the kids are gone, so it doesn't explore what the future, what Digimon future is like. It'd be really weird if, say, you get into Digimon Try, right, uh-huh. and your main characters are Ty, TK, Matt, and Joe, and that's it, right? And everyone else is gone. Yeah. Like what? What happened to everybody else? Oh, they're in America. Summer in France. Why, why can't they come back? But that's where they are. That'd be really weird. Like, why wasn't Mimi in this movie? Because she's okay. We don't want to write her. Then the English happened. And I go. I'm really glad she's not here. <laughs> so, what would you what would you rate it in Japanese? Uh, Out of ten. I'm trying to think because it wasn't it wasn't terrible. It had it had its good moments. Like I'd a give seven it, or eight. Give it an eight. Well, give it an eight. What about in English? It wasn't it wasn't perfect. What about but English? It was good. Oh, in English, English suffers from multiple reasons, including context. Willis? No, even the Willis thing's fine. I wouldn't. I don't think the Willis thing takes a hit. I think just think it's weird as a change. But what does take a hit is its context next, right after the prequel, because what it doesn't even say after Digimon Adventure in the in the time card. It's like a four. Yeah, it says four years after no, no, the prequel. I think no, is what they said. It's like a four out of ten. Oh, you mean a four like out of ten? Yeah. It's bad because the context is so awful and also and I, because they change so much weird stuff i don't like the the slightly off-putting like they try to f- put more words into small amount of time and they just end up people talking really fast and yeah, annoying. They do. so and what would you rate summer wars i really like summer wars honestly really i, I like i give it an eight as well and here's the thing they're different eights yeah. right the, the first one again i gave was a digimon eight would i go out and watch it again no I mean, I've watched it twice recently. Yeah. But, eh, not really. I would watch Summer Wars again. I like that movie. I thought it was a... It, 
it was a bit too long, but I don't know where they could have cut the time. Like, I felt the time was well used. Because here's the thing. Yeah? The, the plot in the digital world is all, in the digital, in Oz, is all important. So you can't cut that. Yeah. And the stuff that isn't important is the family stuff. But that's the best part. Yeah. So you really can't. Well, I'm just I'm just not a person who likes movies that are... I, I think a, a good movie is about an hour and a half. After then, I start to... My mind starts to wander. Did you like Spectre? I really like Spectre. Two and a half hours. I know. I'm just saying that, like, I, I, I still think, oh, two and a half hours, that's a long movie. But I, and I enjoyed it. I mean, I enjoyed Summer Wars. The thing I, is that a really good movie makes you not feel the two and a half hours. Yeah, I know, but I'm just still saying that, like, I know, it was, it was two hours. It was, for sure. It was good, though. I really liked it, and I, I agree. Like, it's 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 a good eight. <laughs> I watched it when I should have been doing work, and I'm just sitting there like, I, I got work to do, but I also need to watch this, because I'm recording today. Yeah. It was not, uh, it was not the smartest thing I've ever done. Alright, everybody, join for the next episode of Parasite. Uh, enter Flamedramon. Or The One Who Inherits Courage. And... The Digi Team, Comprito. Or Digital Gate, open. So, of course, this is, these are the first two episodes of Digimon Adventure Zero Two. In the next few days, we'll also be covering the Wonder Swan games. That should be much of a too long episode. It'll just be me talking a lot and Jay reacting to me talking. Uh, so, yeah. We've put out a lot of content lately. Yeah, it's been a been a hectic time because of you know try and then there's. The Wonder Swan special, which is very highly demanded. And then there's this this episode, and people really demanded us to do Summer Wars, which is good, because I wanted to show Jay Summer Wars. So Are you good. content with this content? Yeah. Let us know. Like, comment, subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, the show notes will be linked in the description. And thanks to our two patrons, Stephen Padamon, who you can follow at Stephen Padamon on Twitter, and Wu Qinglong, who has a Twitch stream, which I will link in the description which is Twitch TV uh, slash Wu Chinglong. So he said that he, he... At the moment, I think he's doing Star War, the Star Wars game, the new one, I think, but I could Battle be wrong. Front? Yeah, I think so. Sweet. And really um, he also does, tra- uh, does stream the Digimon Japanese-only release games, and he translates them live. So maybe he he'll do a he'll he, maybe he's doing a Digimon stream this week and you can watch it before we do the Wonder Swan games if he's doing a Digimon stream. Um, whenever he streams, I'm at work, so I haven't actually watched any of his streams, but definitely check it out. So during editing this, I found that we have a new patron on Patreon, and it's Metal Marmimon. They haven't given a Twitter or blog or project they're working on to plug yet, but uh, yeah, so thank you. So the ending theme, as I said earlier, well, ending and opening theme to our podcast for this episode is a mashup between One Week and Sakuhin Number 2 Haru, and it's made by First Agent on Tumblr. See you next time, everybody. Bye. Bye.